0: so hi well the good night's podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with moon and junior and we're four minutes later and we're asking some questions today about their new single in my head i'm going to start uh so congrats on that by the way guys how do you feel about the response to it so far
1: thank you first of all thanks for having us on your show um it's awesome to be here and uh i personally feel awesome i'm super proud of it and um it's an exciting song i'm I, I love it. I, I'm I'm our biggest fan, so I think it's uh it's a cool song. Mood? Yeah, I just
2: agree with everything you say. I forget what the <laughs> question is, so I'm just going to agree with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Safe way to go. Yes, the song is songs very good. <laughs> and that music Thanks. video is uh like it's very very encapsulating, I guess is a good way to put it. I didn't think this thought through one hundred percent before I started talking, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, so that's right that was my
2: answer from the last one but all right go ahead
3: (laughs) oh no it's okay uh so you guys were actually anonymous until very recently uh what made you change that what made you kind of out yourselves and be like hey this is actually us by the way what was that fine
1: um i think it was just the fact that the world needed to see this this beautiful face (laughs) um no um to be to be honest it was it was just time like it was it was really cool to be anonymous. It was really cool the way it happened. It wasn't necessarily our intention. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it happened, we rode the wave and it was just, just a matter of, it felt a little impersonal um, to be having fans that are actually super dedicated to us. And, um, and it's amazing. And then to not be able to have an actual conversation with them in, in an mm-hmm. honest one, like just even like, because it was fully anonymous, like where we were from and everything, it was like having a sense like, when they'd say, "Oh, what are you doing?" You couldn't say, "Oh, I'm having dinner," because that gives away your time zone. You couldn't say yeah. what you couldn't tell them anything. So just we getting be, to know.
2: Yeah, them. we'd be filming music videos and having to watch out to not catch an outlet in one of the shots because that would give away what country we're from, and people had no idea at the time.
3: Oh my God!
2: Wow. So there was like a lot of like little things like that that we we were kind of worried about
1: that in order to keep that anonymous factor going. And they were like detail oriented, the fans. So like they would look for. the the smallest little things be like oh if you stop the video at 13 seconds it (laughs) says this word comes up and it must mean that like they so we had to be careful with literally everything
3: oh my god so it was almost like a scavenger hunt for them
1: yeah
2: (laughs) yeah when we when we started um we we trended originally that's kind of how we 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 bursted onto the scene if you will um on twitter and we We kind of released this cryptic video. Junior had put some audio in there, and he actually even put some reverse audio in there of him talking and mm-hmm. right away, like the fans kind of picked up on that and they started reversing the audio in the video and listening to what we said and or what junior
1: was saying
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was bizarre like it was something that we di- like we didn't expect right, so to put something out that. Like it was, we were trending on Twitter and then it was like, okay, but we need, we need like a video or, or something. We didn't have our music ready, So it was like, okay, let's just try this thing on an iPad and, you know, record audio and make it sound kind of cool and mysterious. So yeah, did it. And then like within minutes, it was like, you know, we're on, on Twitter looking and it's like, oh my God, someone just reversed it and reposted it. And now people are like figuring out what it actually said. Like we didn't think in a million years, anyone would actually figure out that, you know, we were saying everything can change four minutes later in reverse, like. You know, th- we never thought people figured I mean, it was like two minutes they figured it out. It was like, wow. oh, there goes that.
0: Oh my god. How did you guys trend with like no music out yet?
1: Because our fans are the best. Uh, <laughs> it's honestly we we
2: basically we put out a tweet uh originally. Uh this is kind of the first uh thing we did as a band, which is funny. It wasn't it wasn't write a song, it was send a tweet out how how uh you know. 20 uh, 20s that are 2018 at the time it was um, but we sent out a tweet saying hey music coming soon and it was basically where we thought hey let's see if we can get a little bit of a following to already release music to we we never expected it to just go viral or, or what but um, when we dropped the video the fans just retweeted it and it picked up steam and the fact that w- no one knew who we were really caught on so people started uh, guessing a lot of things as to who we were and they really had no music to go on so um like a snowball effect it just kept yeah, rolling, rolling and rolling and getting bigger of, oh this is five sauce during doing wormstein again or <laughs> this is the jonas brothers making a comeback. oh my
3: god <laughs>
2: uh, big time rush making comeback which by the way both are, are doing so yeah every- yeah,
1: yeah. Every, every band people would guess who it was pretty much got back together. Jonas Brothers and Big Time Rush and One Direction's the Except next one. one
3: direction. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Meet. Wait, so you mentioned how like you guys had to make sure you didn't get any outlets in the background because then that would expose the country you're in or even saying what meal you're eating at the time because then that would share your time zone. How did you manage to keep that up? Because that must have been like exhausting going over footage, just making sure nothing slipped out.
1: Luckily our, our, our director is pretty awesome, but it was, it was like planning just silly things. And like, even, even the, for, for our troubled music video um, we shot that in the winter and where we live, that means a lot of snow. So it was like, there was a couple outdoor scenes and we're like, we got to make sure we don't see a lot of snow because we don't want to give away that it's a cold climate. We don't want you know, just, and silly things you would never, ever in a million years think of that. Mm-hmm. Like you're just so used to, being part of your normal day um different foods we eat different is is you know we don't think of it as being ethnic in a sense that it's it's to us it's canadian but yeah. you know certain things like like if we said to you guys poutine. all dress chips or poutine you'd be like what are you talking about <laughs> and for us that's that's just normal life so it's like yeah. you have to you have to be you have to censor everything you do when you're anonymous and not only to the fans who are on twitter and and you know, who we want to interact with, but our friends, we couldn't tell our friends. So, you know, we didn't, we didn't want to take the chance of our friends and family being the one to like, you know, proud grandma reposting it or something, <laughs> or, you know, like uh, sharing it, like, hey, look what my grandson's doing or my best friend's doing. So we didn't tell anyone and, and to have this big secret when you're going to family barbecues and all this, and they're like, oh, are you still doing music? You
3: were, oh uh, yeah, kind of, you know, I'm- It's not I'm, really
0: taking off though. something, like just brush it off. <laughs> wow
3: so it was like a complete secret like no family members no friends knew about this
1: yeah like just Just our our inner circle and and that was it you know the the ones who obviously like you know were had to be involved for one reason or another um knew and and even even to the point where we some of the videos like we would obviously want to do music videos and and we couldn't be in them for well actually we are we are actually in the the uh Are we? the troubled music video. You can't tell we're in it because we just walked by the camera as people walking oh, by. I'm in bad love. Stop. And and Moon's in, in bad, bad love. Though. Uh the back of him, he actually we had to shoot some additional shots and the actor was gone already. So we just threw the the costume on him and, and shot from the back. So little things like that that we're <laughs> That's like. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So it was things like that. Um, you know, but it, it so it was hard. Like the the actors in the in the bad love video, they, they didn't know it was our project. We were on set all day and we were like, up until the shot, the, the, until the, the actual shooting was done and we were sitting down having dinner and mm-hmm. we're like, all right, we gotta let you guys in on it. Like, we can't keep this anymore. It's actually our project. It's our yeah. music. You know, we told them we were casting directors, whatever, like we made up this big story to get them there. And, and uh, it all worked out and, you know, even the actors didn't, didn't even share the, like for them to be involved in a project they're they're living is acting and they can't even share it until we said like hey this is who we are so like sadie the one girl that was in it she just shared it you know in the beginning of july when we came out with who we were so yeah for keeping, keeping her secret oh yeah
3: i just oh so my interesting. god dude so interesting. that's amazing just i'm blown away all right I-
0: um <laughs> so we'll we've beat that enough back to the single uh is there any meaning behind the single name or the cover art
2: well uh the cover art not really no the cover art was just kind of fun fun <laughs> colorful um yeah but the the song itself in my head um i mean there's there's definitely some meaning behind it for sure But we we don't like to necessarily share all the meanings that we have behind the song because we like people to have their own meaning for that song and and people who do have that meaning we don't want to ruin that for them in the sense of of what the song may or may not be really about Um, in my head might be one of those more straightforward ones with the lyrics. Uh, where you, you, people have a good sense of, of dealing with monsters in their head. But as far as those specific monsters, we like, we like to keep that pretty general for, for the listener to uh, decipher for themselves and what the song means to them.
1: And it, it's always so cool to me to hear, like, someone will say like, Oh, this song's about this. And I'm like, Oh, is it, is it really like, <laughs> I like, it's not, but it also is because once we release a song, it's no longer about what we wrote it about. It's about mm-hmm. whatever the listener connects with. So Yeah, it may be for us, it may be about one thing, but that doesn't mean that's what the song is about. It's about whatever you can grab onto.
3: Yeah, 100%. My God. All right. Uh, So, can you guys tell me a little bit about your writing process for this song?
1: It was a process. (laughs) COVID kind of messed a lot up. Yeah. So, it it was written
2: October, November. Right uh, in the thick
1: of it. in, In
2: 2020, I guess it would have been. and, um, because of COVID, we actually did the writing sessions over, uh, zoom calls and skypes with our, with our producers and, and they also double as, uh, our songwriting
1: team. And, uh, and so they're, um, they're on the other side of the country. So, um, usually we fly out to them, um,
3: okay.
1: and record and work with them. So it was, uh, It was interesting yeah uh the first thing we did was we actually hammered out
2: the uh instrumental parts to to the song um when it came time to uh do the guitar solo well uh, junior suggested we put in a guitar solo in this song because it kind of had the uh, 80s rock vibes of of the cars and other bands like that and it was at the same time that uh eddie van halen had had just died. He had passed away that same week that we were, um, recording, uh, the instrumental parts. And so, uh, we thought it'd be cool to include a little homage to him and, and a little, uh, guitar tapping in their technique, just to, uh, pay that. That was a kind of our way of paying our respects to a legend. Um, and someone who, uh, inspired me as a guitarist, uh, a lot to say the least and even uh, junior as well. Um, and then the lyrics were, it was a whole, a
1: whole other story too. Yeah, it was, it was uh, so the instrumental was kind of done recorded. We we're happy with it more than happy with it. And then it was, let's write this song. We knew kind of what we, the vibe was um, of the song. We didn't necessarily have the topic nailed down in, in our big thing is we, we have to write from the heart and we have to write From our experiences. I I personally, when I'm writing a song, can't I'm not one of those storyteller songwriters that can just make up a story and and write about it. I gotta write about something that I've experienced in my life.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, it has to be authentic. So I had written a bunch of different lyrics for this song, a bunch of different choruses, a bunch of different verses, and loved them until I hated them. So I'd love it for a day and then hate it, and then love it, and then hate it. And so it just got to the point of like can I not even do this anymore? Like, can I not write? And so that's where the, in my head kind of theme came from was like, I got in my own head about it and was like, I know I'm better than this. I know I can beat this. Let's write a song. And, and we wrote it. And luckily our production team is is really good at hearing a, a, a diamond in the rough, if you will, because it was just kind of like a phone recording of, Hey, this is what I think guys, what do you think of this? Send them. And they were like, yeah, we love it. Let's, let's do it. Let's bang it out. And uh, some we recorded vocals locally and cause we couldn't fly out. Um, mm-hmm recorded with a great guy, Paul Gigliotti, who's amazing. He's done, had a music career of his own, and he's amazing to work with and, and uh, you know, talented in his own right. And so it just, everything came together, even though it was, you know, different parts of the country working on it, it all came together, I think, you know, pretty seamless.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so where was your headspace while you guys were writing this track?
1: Um, I think it was... Uh, it, For myself, it was pretty negative, to be honest, like to start, um, it was, it was just super frustrating because there was the pressure to get the song done. Um, And I I usually work very well under pressure. And so for me, it was like, so frustrating that I couldn't come up with something and, and, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm very, I like to keep things close to the chest until I don't have to, so I'm sure some of the versions that I had would have been amazing. And if I would have sent them, they would have been like, yeah, that's great. But I didn't personally like them. So I, you know, I'm sure that the ball of paper in my garbage was a mile high of the scrunched up lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was negative, but then to overcome that and actually kind of turn that into the writing process was, was a pretty cool experience for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: I like to keep
2: my headspace pretty blank. So
0: fair enough. <laughs> Don't feel anything. <laughs>
2: Just emptiness. It's it's the monkey with the symbols. Just
0: that's what goes. (laughs) Too real. Too real. Makes it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, So, how do you recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they listen to it in the dark with headphones on? Should they work out to it? Should they listen to it with friends? What do you guys recommend?
1: That's a really
2: cool question. Listen listen with friends because then everyone hears it. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and then more people hear. No, Um, (laughs) honestly, that I think. Listen. However, you normally like to experience music because that's it's so different. From it. It's it, music can be so personal. So, however, as a as a individual, you like to uh, listen to the music. That's how I would say recommend. Mm-hmm. We we always love to do the drive test ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, usually separate, but we're mm-hmm. not against doing it together either. Hopping in the same car and just rolling down the window and blasting the song and and just that's kind of our uh judgment of if a song's ready to go like finished or not or what it might be lacking or you know what it might need but um the drive test it works for us and that's what we love to do but again every individual is different so if, it, if it's lying at bed at night with the, your headphones blaring and that's when you love to discover new music then that's the way you should do it yeah okay. i
1: think the biggest thing is just listen to it loud like Listen yep. you know, listen to it and really get into it.
0: That's the big thing with this one I find. It's there you. Uh so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it.
2: Three words? Yeah. Um four minutes later.
0: That's really <laughs> That's cheap, so cheap, and we're not gonna let that one slide. <laughs>
3: yeah. Do. What do you mean?
1: That's the best way to describe <laughs> um, it. I would say retro, modern, alien.
3: Okay, good. Right.
1: Because it, we, so we took a lot of re- retro. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave it at that because you said three words.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: get, get, keep people guessing. No, I'll tell you. Um, oh, okay. So it was, it was a lot of retro influences. Like you said, we took a lot of um, influence from the cars and things like that. It's got a cool modern sound to it but like you can't to me you can't put your finger on it and go oh this sounds like a blank song it doesn't sound mm-hmm. like you know you can't say oh it sounds like the weekend or it sounds like five sauce or it sounds like harry styles it's kind of just pulls a bunch of influences and so that's kind of why we went with the genres for ourselves as alien pop because it it's alien it's out there it's not being done it's, you can't put us in a box and say this is you know your pop music no we're pop we're rock we're you know, as Moon always says, if we want to do a barbershop quartet as our next song, that's what we're going to do. So um, what about your three words? A two-guy barbershop quartet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for bringing up my three words again.
3: Yeah, we didn't uh, forget.
0: Uh, we weren't going to let this slide. <laughs> um,
2: uh, three words for this track.
1: Um, I'm drawing Six funny.
2: hours later. <laughs> yeah, this, this could take a while.
3: Come on, off I, the top of your head. Don't don't think too hard. Okay,
2: don't think. I, I I'm going steel words now from from Junior. Uh, retro. I like that one because okay. I feel like it's got that '80s vibe. So retro is one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, two. Um, mustard. Huh? No, not mustard. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to say electric.
3: Okay. Okay. Retro
2: electric, and um.
1: Think of like I don't, I don't know. I don't honestly, need one if, more. if I were to finish one your more. thing, I would yes, like finish it like gold, like golden. Gold? Like when I picture it, like I just think of like gold. I don't know. Like it's gold. It's, it's it's shiny. It's it's fun. It's cool. It's I don't know. That it's was gold. the first word. That, as soon as you said retro and electric, I just thought of like a gold chain. Retro
2: electric gold. I like that. All right. That's, that's going to be the name of the album now.
0: <laughs> retro electric gold. Amazing. <laughs> Great album name. <laughs>
3: Uh, So is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this song to invoke in your listeners?
1: Um, Wow. Yeah. I, 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 for me, just anything, honestly, like as as long as they feel something, I think that's really cool.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I can't say that I ever want my music to make someone feel sad, but at the same time, if they're, if they're like, if they're connecting with it because of the emotion, then, Hey, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like excitement, like, like, I, some of our, our our kind of back catalog like my way for me is like that's a pump up song that's like a, you know getting ready to go into game seven of the championship type of thing um but i i just think yeah excitement and like you it makes you to me it, it, i want people to feel like they want to hit the repeat when it's done they, they haven't heard it enough there's things they're missing They're whatever they're like oh i gotta hear that again that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the emotion that i want from this one
0: You hit that on the on the head. I listened to the song three times before we got into this interview because I just I hadn't taken it all in the first time, Mm -hmm. and then we
1: tend to like we tend to do that with a lot of our tracks that we'll try to put things in there that are maybe just like tucked away a bit, just so people you know if even if they don't hit repeat, you know the the next time they listen, like oh I didn't notice that before, I didn't Mm -hmm. notice that that harmony or that guitar riff or or whatever tucked in there, and and I think a song that like leaves you wanting leaves you wanting to listen again to me that does the trick so yeah for sure yeah we even discussed that when we listen to
2: some of the mixes we get back we go oh that sounds really cool like let's turn that up louder so we can hear it more and mm-hmm. then we think about it again and like maybe not maybe like that that's the reason that person hits repeat again and, and gives it another lesson to catch that moment again because it just kind
1: of yeah it, you know it's not maybe at the forefront it's just i love brandon and brad for that because yeah. like our mixes it's never like you know you see the files and it's never it's never like oh mix two let's send a mastering it's like mix 17. <laughs> no. and it's like they're always they're always willing just to be like it'll be like splitting hairs but it's like hey can you turn up that one horn in this two decibels and put a reverb on it and they're like really you, you think you can hear that and they never they never give pushback they're always just like yeah we'll try it let's see if we like it yeah and to me that's awesome it gives us a lot of creative freedom
0: how do you guys not go crazy being like that zoned in on like specific portions of a track
2: i think it's just because (laughs) we love it yeah it just comes from a passion so i mean i i definitely feel that way with sometimes you know on on the business side of things it's like oh if i have to do this just one more time i'm going to lose my mind but when, when it comes to the actual music and creative parts it's i i it doesn't even feel like a job. It it just feels it's definitely a, a passion thing.
1: Yeah, I look forward like I'm the I'm I'm I mean I'm patient in the sense that I understand things take time, but mm-hmm. the day we finish recording, I'm like, I want this mix now because I can't wait to listen to what you're gonna do with it. Like
3: yeah.
1: The day like although although our engineers and producer are very efficient in the sense they're kind of mixing as they're going. Um, which most don't. So that's that's the one upside that we have is when we leave the studio, we can kind of get a general idea of how the song is sounding. Mm-hmm. A lot of musicians and stuff, they just like, they lay their parts down. They don't hear it for another couple of weeks. And I that for me, I'd go insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely go insane. Um, our first track that we recorded, this is London. Um, we finished in the studio and then a day later I left for Africa. So wow. Um, I was in Africa moons, you know, getting up for breakfast. I'm getting ready to go to bed. And it's like, Oh, we just got our first mix. And I'm trying to like, listen to it through these little headphones and, you in know, Kenya in Kenya while on safari. And it's like next to an elephant. Yeah. Like literally sitting next to an <laughs> elephant, listening to this thing, trying to do my best to focus on it. And that was tough, but it was, it, it was all, it was a cool experience. So the elephants liked it though. Yeah,
0: okay, that's
3: good. I was just okay. about to ask, did you show the elephant? Yeah.
0: Yes, of course. it's elephant approved. Okay, good. Good. Um, so picture this: you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice?
1: Oh, oh well, it, it, does coffee count? I run off of coffee. Yeah, I think does I'd be like, count? I'd be a Red Bull. A re, I'm a Red Bull kind of guy.
3: Okay.
1: Um, yeah. There was. It, how deep are we in the tour? I guess <laughs> that's a better question. I mean, I, I, you nearby? want to just
3: do like the middle of tour? Yeah, you know? you're on
0: a, you're on a seven week tour. You're at like week four. So yeah, you're starting so, to hate each <laughs> right. other. Mm -hmm. and and
2: there's no Taco Bell just to confirm in sight. No, no no Taco Bell in sight. No, No, you're in the middle
0: of nowhere. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I mean, it's hard
1: because whenever whenever you're on tour for that long, you crave, like, fresh vegetables.
3: (laughs) I can imagine, yeah. Like,
1: actual good quality, like, good for your heart food. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But at a gas station, I'm probably going to go with, like – I mean, we're both plant-based, so probably – I don't even know. I'd probably go for, like, a moldy cheese stick. I mean, that oh. was, that's a moldy cheese that's stick? That's all they're going to have at this gas station in the middle of nowhere.
2: Okay. Isn't oh, my God. Isn't the are-
1: cheese stick already mold? Isn't I mean, cheese mold? Isn't that, like, a Yeah, but you, you don't want it to go even further.
3: Exactly. Yeah. There's a limit. There's a line.
1: If they had a veggie dog or something like that, you know, on the roller, just, like... Mm-hmm old and crusty and go
2: for that yeah
0: this is like middle of iowa like the only rest stop in 150 miles for some reason the tour routed through iowa i don't know why (laughs) why would you go there Uh,
2: well when i was on tour with cherry pools there was a lot of noodles in the car so it was a lot of uh a lot of noodle cups that we'd fill up with hot water a lot of that going around Mm -hmm. um but to junior's point like it it was if we could stop at walmart because i mean walmarts are everywhere now too mm-hmm. and, like we would be buying like avocados and like again, mm-hmm. like the fr- fruits and the vegetables that we weren't getting because we were just constantly eating fast food on the road but
3: yeah all right all right because you're taking cool detours yeah like,
1: to Try and to try like detours to try like the local cuisine is is something that's cool like i think it's it's especially cool now like I'm newer to being like eating vegetarian and stuff like that. So I, before I'd eat whatever. And now to discover like that, there's so much more out there for that than I ever would have imagined. Like I always used to, I was the guy who was like, Oh, you're just going to have lettuce for dinner every night. No. Like there's so much good vegetarian cuisine out there for us to take a pissed stop and try the local watering hole.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true.
3: So true. Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years?
1: Five years um hopefully right here on your podcast
3: we love that yeah uh,
1: on the road and and uh hopefully
2: we we have toured the world by then and uh elon musk has a settlement on mars to which he has a bar to host bands at that we oh, okay.
3: would
1: playing in
2: mars
3: that'd be cool and
1: um i think hopefully five years from now we'll have been able to meet as many of our fans as possible um across the world, whether that be through playing shows or, or whatnot. Um, I think, yeah, just just being active, like in five years, five, a lot can change in five years. That's kind of the concept of four minutes later is everything changes in the blink of an eye. So I think right now we're kind of nearsighted in the sense that we just want to play live and we want to put out music. And as long as we can still be doing that in five years, no matter what capacity it's in, we're, we're happy good
0: answer so, true.
3: It's very wholesome. Uh,
0: so for the last couple questions gonna shift away from music and go straight to death row
3: boom so Ooh.
0: if you're on death row what would your last meal be with, drink? with, with a, a drink, drink. Oh with a
1: drink oh my god um last meal i feel like mine's really specific and so mine would be it's the weird, most random thing mine would be parmesan risotto
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: From a specific place, I had in Mexico, of all places. Oh, okay. Um, and to drink. Oh God, I don't even know if it's if it's my last drink. The coldest beer you can find.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Any beer? Like. No, it's got to be PBR. No, not PBR. No way. Um, I don't know. It's like, I'm not a craft beer drinker, so I'd say like a cold, like something light, Stella or something. All right. Mm-hmm. I,
2: I think I'd have to go with a classic. And that's just a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup.
3: That was you on Twitter. I saw your reply. On that. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. that was yeah. Me. So I was like, "Which one said that?" All right. There
2: yeah. you go. You can't go wrong with the classic and just a little bit golden on each side of the bread. Of course. And yeah, that would just be perfect. I feel like that. That's a good and choice. Drink wise, I mean, I, like I say nice scotch or
1: something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a scotch drinker, whiskey drinker, so just. Give me a couple ounces of that neat and uh, throw me in the electric chair. Let's go. I guess yeah, <laughs>
1: that's, that brings us back to the five years from now goal. I guess we'll be finding a
2: electric
3: chair. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live?
1: Fictional is in like I got to make it up, or fictional is in like it exists in current fiction.
3: It exists in current fiction. Yeah. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the comics. The spy. whole Yeah, I mean, the
1: whole universe, like Chalk Zone or something. Um, Chalk Zone. Um, no, I universe? think I would. I would live. I would live in Hogwarts.
3: Oh, what house are you?
1: <sighs> Slytherin. I'm not a Slytherin. No, um, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> he's a Slytherin. Are they talking about you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I. I'm definitely Gryffindor. Bad, uh, Hog, Hogwarts is a good one.
2: Um. I was thinking about you know Middle Earth there with the hobbits, but mm-hmm. who knows with all those you know it seems like a lot of fighting happens there. It Doesn't seem like a very safe place. Yeah, so just
3: a little bit of fighting.
2: Um, at, at the risk of of repeating what Junior said, I have to I have to go Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. All right. I think for
1: me it's simply because like I was never a big Harry Potter fan growing up, and then going to Hogwarts at Universal is like this is a cool place. I, yeah. Yeah. Did you get
3: a butter beer while you were there?
1: Oh of course. Multiple <laughs> good. Multiple good. <laughs> it, it was like I'm trying to think, it was October, but it was a hot October, so Oh maybe.
3: perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so I have been honor of asking the last question and every single person you have spoken to have said that it is the most important question.
3: Your oh. mic died. <laughs> okay okay it's back <laughs> yeah.
0: right. i hit the wire i figured something suspense. would happen there like
3: the yeah. like, I this be good.
0: Uh, what is your favorite color you
1: go. oh man i've i feel like i actually don't have one but judging by my closet it would be black or red mm-hmm. um, it seems to be like my go-to is like red shoes red shirts all the time but i don't really I really have one to be honest. I just, I like all colors. I think it's, I think it's, it's pretty cool seeing like rainbows and things like that. Like it just, it's cool to me, it's, colors, huh? It, <laughs> it, 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 like it, no, it brings everything together. Like if I, I don't know, if I, I'd rather look at something like tie dye or something that shows like, shows harmony to me, like everything kind of mm-hmm. melting together is, is better than one single like red or black or blue or orange. I don't know.
3: That's a good I mean, answer. Yeah.
1: I like I
2: think I like blue blue brings out my eyes the most so I do like blue but if we're talking about like candy colors red's always the best flavor yeah yeah
3: Yeah.
2: red if we're talking food blue if we're talking yeah because
1: definitely colors are also flavors like blue Mm -hmm. Mm yeah white freezies
3: and
0: the red doesn't stain your mouth as much as the blue does so
3: that's the fun part
0: well i don't like walking around with a blue mouth glory maybe that's (laughs) something you enjoy not me personally though (laughs) so as i said that's all the questions we have to say is there anything that you would like to plug
1: uh just thank you so much for having us on uh check out in my head we have lots of music coming out um in the next short while so and honestly, if you guys, anyone listening, checks us out, send us a message. We love to chat with people. We love to get to know you. Yeah, you can find us anywhere uh, online at Four ML Music.
0: All right. Uh, and well, thank you
1: guys for doing what you guys do. Give yeah, an, an artist a platform to to speak about what they're passionate about.
0: Uh, of course. Of course. Thank you for out with us. It's been uh, four minutes later, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.